Strokes of Country. Welcome to your side serving of Strokes of Country in association with BBR Music, produced by Why Now, where we bring you the best of country, folk, Americana, and more. I'm Kira, one of your hosts, along with Holly and Ross, who join me for the full version of this episode over on whynow.co.uk. Today's guest is the wonderful Dustin Lynch. With his new album, Blue in the Sky, out now, the Tennessee native has already kicked off 2022 to a flying start. I caught up with him to chat about the inspiration behind the record, his journey to the heart of Nashville's ever-thriving scene, and what more he's got in store for us this year. You can listen to the extended version of this interview on whynow.co.uk, where we'll hear music from Dustin and find out which country song he thinks should have been a hit in our regular feature, The Banger That Should Have Been. Cool, how are you? Doing wonderful. Getting the, Actually getting my day started with, with you right here, so thank you for uh, oh, kicking it off for well. us. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, we were just actually talking about just now um, how we figured it's probably pretty early for you guys. You guys must start like quite early in the day with all these press days going on. Yeah, it, it, it's been quite the uh, the schedule this, this past week or two of promo. And of course, we got the new album coming and the new tour we're announcing. So lots to be excited about and lots to talk about. Exactly. It must have been a pretty wild start to 2022, considering how quiet the last couple of years has been as well. Yeah, it it really is looking great for us to get back on the road touring. We're we're planning on pretty much being out every single week um, this year. So the, the boys and I are, are resting as much as we can and rehearsing right now um, in preparation for all that. Yeah, it's so exciting. So tell me about this new album, because obviously it's been a couple of years since your last one. And, um, you know, you've got Chris Lane, Riley Green, Mackenzie Porter, so many people kind of involved. So to give us a bit of a backstory about the album. Yeah, so so the Blue in the Sky album was really a collection of, of what I've been writing and, and listening to my, my friends that have written and sent me songs that they thought would fit me well um, the past two years, which has been a very unique uh, time for for myself because we weren't touring we were pulled off the road um my girlfriend at the time we decided you know what we don't know what's happening let's move in together um and then a breakup happens uh, I, uh, I you know you got to put the pieces back together back together um get through those weeds and then come out on the other side of it to kind of finish the last chapter of this album and um I was doing a lot of time with my friends out, you know, because we weren't touring, I was doing a lot of time with my friends out on the water on my boat um, or out at my farm in Tennessee. And I think this album really shines a light on um, my life and, and my type of lifestyle I lead outside of music, which is I'm always outside doing something fun. That's so nice, because I was going to say from following on from the last record, which was kind of all about growing up in a small town, you know, about kind of your life there. I was going to say it's that this next record has kind of got the, you know, you describe it as a kind of party record. It's going to make you want to drink with your friends and go out and have a good time and stuff. So it's interesting to hear that it's actually got quite a like, kind of deep personal backstory to it as well. It definitely does. Yeah, there's threads of all that. And, and uh, you know, we still there's a continuation from Tullahoma. I, I don't think I'll ever um, go a, a, a album cycle or, you know, 
not be inspired by the town that made me who I am. I, I still go back and draw from inspiration um, of, of those days growing up and, and moving to Nashville. But yeah, I, the the setting of, of which life was happening was totally different than what I've been used to the past 10 years. Most of the time I'm on the road touring around and I'm writing a lot um, in new places. But, but this album was all um, pretty much Nashville based as we were kind of locked in and uh, chilling out and not touring for the time being. Did you find that that kind of affected how you approached your songwriting, obviously not being able to be out and have all these different things influencing what you're feeling and what you're doing, being kind of locked down, so to speak, did it change the way you approached your songwriting or your lyrics? Did you notice a difference or was it harder in a way? It was harder in the way I, I realized, and, and maybe this was just a phase, but inspiration was a little bit more tough for me to find being stuck at the house and in, in, in a pretty, uh, pretty normal routine, I guess, for most people. Um, but, but also at, at the same time, I was getting to do so much, so much fun things with my friends and, and be on the water and go fishing. And, um, you know, that, that there were certain days where, if I'm, if I was going to, you know, we were riding virtually over, over zoom most of the time. So if I was headed out on the water with friends, that would kind of inspire an idea and, and, um, maybe to try and counteract the fact that we weren't able to, to go out and tour and do what we wanted to do. Um, I, I was writing a, a lot of positive, fun feeling summary songs and, uh, a few of those made the cut and made it on the album. And that's nice because I think that's what people want now, you know, like we want that kind of music that's going to wake us up again and going to bring us all this fun that we've kind of feel like we've missed out on in a way. Yeah. And and um, I think that's one thing that's really got us gassed up and ready to rock again is for sure. Me, me and the guys are I really do believe put on this earth to, to play live music and entertain and, um, you know, we're we're just we're rearing to go. We're finally getting back at it. It looks like our tour schedule's back to what we consider being normal, and that's being gone most of the year. So, um, just really fortunate that that's back, and and it's a blessing that we're able to to get out there again. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is um this is hasn't always been your kind of primary goal, has it? Or maybe something that you've always known you wanted to do, but it's not what you first pursued when you were growing up, was it? Well, it, just because it, it seems as um, it, it, you kind of feel silly telling your friends and your family, hey, I'm going to go make music for a living. Um, yeah. Back when I started, there wasn't, you know, social media didn't exist. So really, the only way we were consuming music was um, a few television shows here and there, but but mostly just the country radio at the time. So um, streaming wasn't a thing yet. And so I, I, I felt like there was only a handful of folks that were doing it. And so to, to tell my parents, Hey, I'm going to, um, I'm going to waste all this time going to school and, and then chase this dream of country music was a tough conversation to have. But one I knew I had to have, there was a deep burning desire down inside, um, that I knew I had to, had to give my songwriting and, um, Am I singing a, a fair chance? And I'm so glad I did that. I, at the time, I was uh, going to school to be a surgeon, believe it or not, and um, <laughs> that was a that was a tough one for my parents to swallow, you know, because that that really is a um, it kind of sets you up, you know. It's it's a it's a stable lifestyle, and and for me to go, hey, yeah, I'm going to put that on the back burner and go down here to to Lower Broadway in Nashville and play for tips and try to make rent uh, was a scary thing for them. 
For sure, because it's a proper leap, isn't it? Like to go from such a traditionally successful kind of academic pursuit to then jumping over to artistry and not knowing where your next paycheck is going to come from. It's quite a big leap. So I'm, I'm, you know, how did they take it? Well, it was, it was, uh, at first, at first they were encouraged me to, uh, change my mind back to, to go in the medicine route. Um, I got, I, I got gifted, um, some kind of gag gifts for my birthday and Christmas. So they would give me scrubs and, and other things for <laughs> like kind of, Hey, um, we still think you should be, you know, pursuing, uh, you know, medicine. And, but you know, what happened is, is they came out and, and they've always been supportive. Um, yeah, but they came sure. out and, and on the road and got to see firsthand, um, a couple of these shows we were playing at the universities for fraternities and sororities. And then of course, wedding receptions. And they got to see how much fun I was having. They also got to see the paycheck that was coming in. And, um, <laughs> early on, it, early on, it was great. Um, you know, right away you, you start really seeing it. Wow. I can, I can make a, a good living, but also just a really fun living. And in between shows, I was getting to spend a lot of time with them because I wasn't having to, you know, I wasn't doing a, a nine to five kind of five days a week job. Um, I was just doing a couple of days here and there and, and making a good living. So I think they saw that was very eye opening for them to see that, oh, this is an alternative type of way to do life. But it's uh, it definitely you can provide for your family and at all sorts of levels in the music industry. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when you were when you were growing up, I know you it, Obviously, country music's always been a huge part of your life, but there's a specific time and a specific kind of era that seems to have kind of influenced how you are as an artist as well. And I know you kind of reference that as the class of 89. So the kind of Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson, the kind of neo-traditionalist kind of movement. Um, what is it about that that kind of resonates with you so much? Well, we always had the radio on growing up. My dad um, was very active. I, I definitely have absorbed those traits and I'm always on the go as well. But he, he was, he has a lot of hobbies. Um, we had horses growing up. He raced, still races, uh, uh, dirt cars, um, motorcycle, he races motocross. Um, we loved to fish. We had a ski boat. It was, it was just an amazing, fun childhood, you know, growing up and learning how to take care of all of those things and do all of those things. But the radio was always on when we were out in the garage working together in the barn. And so that was the music that, was on and um, it just reminds me. I still look back on on you know those artists and those songs, and it reminds me of those fun days of, of you know getting to tinker around on all those toys with my dad. And so I think that's to blame. Um, <laughs> but but also they were they became uh, they became a bit of my they were like my superheroes. You know, I mean I, I yeah. compare you know Garth and and George Strait and Alan Jackson and and Randy Travis. Those guys were were like Spider Man to me. Um, there's these larger than life figures that I looked up to and they made me feel something early on and I would dress up like as much as I could. My mom loves to sew. So she was always helping me out and styling me out to make me, oh. uh, you know, give me outfits <laughs> to look so like sweet. them. And, um, so it's always been something, those guys I've always looked up to as superheroes and, um, yeah. And, and gosh, I mean, since then, everybody we just mentioned, I've ac actually got to shake their hand and tell them thank you. So that's been really cool. I know. And it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've been able to meet so many kind of country icons because I know when you were um, kind of inducted to the Grand Ole Opry, it was Reba who um, kind of presented you of on stage. 
Yes, and and what uh, what an amazing surprise! I did not know she was going to do that. I told my team. You didn't know. Um, I didn't know. No, I told my team. I said, look. I know it's going to be amazing whoever walks out to, to inject me because it's going to be a legend. They always have a member do it. Um, but I, I want it to be a surprise, and, and I had no idea it was going to be Revo. She came walking out and just floored me just because <laughs> she has so much going on. She does not have to take a, a day out of her life to come do that for me and my family. And um, It just shows you what an amazing class act she is. For sure. It's kind of crazy to kind of take a step back and imagine yourself, you know, being growing up and listening to these people and then following such a route of like, you know, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going down medicine, whatever. And then suddenly you're on stage at the Grand Old Opry being inducted as a member. It's kind of crazy. It really is. And something that, you know, early on, it happened. If I could have dreamed up being a member of the Opry, it's definitely on on the the mountain of goals that I have. Um, but I didn't see yeah. it coming that early in my career. I'm, I'm glad it did because it, it's allowed me to become a part of a family that um, it, it does a lot of amazing work behind the scenes, charitable work behind the scenes, and um, and I've I'm just learned so much from being around uh, you know those artists that have come before me, and, and so uh, it, it's it's just a great foundation to have. Um, you know, personally, as much as it is professionally. Yeah, and one to build on. Obviously, this year already, you're promoting the new album. Your single with Mackenzie Porter has been, you know, reigning at country radio charts. That's been doing so well. Yeah, the Think About You with Mackenzie Porter, um, that song has has just gone on to become... It's uh, gone crazy. A, a, yeah, a larger-than-life song, and, and nothing you can prepare for or expect. Um, I, all I knew is I liked it, and, and I related to the lyric. I wrote it um, about bits and pieces of, of past relationships and places that I do life, and I think that's why it's, it's caught on and people have related to it so well and loved on it so much is because we've all felt that about, you know, our, our past exes, maybe you even though you move on and find somebody else, maybe it's the right one you find, but you still, I think those, yeah, those past relationships, you. yeah, you carry it with you. They make you who you are. And, um, that's what that song means to me and, and why I wrote the song. And, um, yeah, it, it, it has gone on to change our lives in so many ways. I can't wait to get out and play it. You know, we've, we yeah, played some shows last year, but we haven't really played any proper tour dates, uh, with thinking about you in the set as as a big old hit, so I'm chomping at the bit. We've we've got another little bit here before the tour kicks off in April, but I'm I'm really ready to get out there and 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 you know be a part of that um, energy that that gets to sing that every night. And and you can also kind of I guess expect that because it's become such a huge song, you're going to have these crowds singing it back to you. Um, or singing it with you, and it's that feeling, that kind of overwhelming feeling that you're going to get from it that's going to be so amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting to live vicariously through Mackenzie right now. She's been out on tour with Jordan Davis, and, and now she's out with Walker Hayes. And um, she posts, not every night, but a lot of the a lot of the stops, she'll post the crowd singing a chorus of Think About You, and it's just deafening, and uh, it makes me miss it. So I'm ready to get out there and be a part of that. That was my conversation with Dustin Lynch. To hear the full chat with music from Dustin and all the best and brightest in country music, head over to whynow.co.uk. We've got some really exciting guests coming up for our next episodes, including Everett. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Strokes of Country for all the updates. 
You can also follow Why Now on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Why Now World. You've been listening to this Why Now production of Strokes of Country. Thank you again to BBR Music and we'll see you soon. Strokes of Country.